Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode. So many of us are going through back to school. I know for myself, my son just started kindergarten. So today was full of tears. He was so damn brave and so courageous, like totally cool as a cucumber as I dropped him off. And then I just bawled the entire way home. So if there's any other kindergarten mamas that uh, had a day like that, I totally feel ya. It's one of those things where sometimes the days feel so long and then all of a sudden they're in school and you're like, oh my goodness, where did the years go? So anywho, happy back to school. I have a bunch of announcements to let you guys know about as we roll into September. We have tons of exciting things going on with Team Ange and tons of exciting things that are uh, gonna help you really have a fantastic fall. I know that the summer is full of extra indulgences, extra holidays, just all of those things that make summer so fun. But as we head into September, many of us are eager to get back into routine, eager to get back into our groove, eager to focus on ourselves again. So the first announcement is letting you know that our signature 28-day transformation challenge is open for registration. This here is the signature program that really helps you get rid of that belly bloat, get rid of cravings, really help set you up for success long term. So this is going to include workouts that you can either do at home or do in the gym. You get to pick your fitness level so that they're designed to really get you great results in the shortest amount of time possible. You're also going to get a grocery list every single week. So that's going to save you some time. You're going to be able to go right to the grocery store and be able to do your shopping, make super delicious, easy recipes that even the pickiest eaters are going to enjoy. And you're going to have an amazing support group around you every step of the way. We have a private Facebook group that's going to be full of amazing women. And we're really going to be working together over these 28 days to give you the tools for long-term sustainable results forever. So each week you'll get a Facebook call with me and that's really your opportunity to learn and have those building blocks presented to you so that you can get great results not only in September but in the years to come as well. So you're going to head on over to AngelaHauk.com. You're going to want to click on challenges and then check out the 28-day transformation challenge We are down to only a few spots for that particular program. It always sells out. We only run it three times a year. And if you miss out, you're not going to be able to get in until January. This is your friendly reminder that if you are just feeling like I'm ready for change, I'm ready to learn from Ange and really dive into putting yourself first and putting yourself um, 
in a place where September is just totally kick-ass for you, then this is the program for you. If you want more details, head on over to AngelaHauk.com. Again, click on Challenges, and then it is the 28-Day Transformation Challenge. All right, so that was announcement number one. Number two is letting you know that we are only a couple weeks out from our camp. This is a two-day event that takes place in Gorey, Ontario, Canada. It is the only in-person event that we run all year long, and it is truly life-changing. You are going to be surrounded by people that are so empowering, so inspiring, not only the women that come to camp, but also all of the leaders. We are there to help really touch you on a soul level. We're going to teach you how to maximize the results that you get with your body, how to optimize your nutrition. You're going to learn how to meal prep like a boss. You're going to learn how to go into the gym, have the confidence that you need to be successful, and really stop wasting your time doing exercises and workouts that don't get amazing results. We also have belly dancing and yoga, inspiring people that are going to lead workshops that are going to help really let go of the expectations, let go of all of the things that we may have in our mind that are holding us back in terms of being successful. And honestly, guys, this two-day event is going to be life-changing. I know I'm talking a big game. I know I'm really saying that it is incredible, but I promise you all of the women who came to last year's camp, they left that weekend surrounded by sisters, surrounded by love, and really just having all of the tools that they needed to be successful. So if this is something that interests you, we are only a week out from closing registration because camp is right around the corner. So if this is something that you want to take part in, I am going to challenge you to head on over to teamangetrainingcamps.com, grab one of those last spots that are available, and I cannot wait to meet so many of you in September. Now, announcement number three, we also have our fall photo shoot happening on October 19th. So we only do two photo shoots a year. We do one in the spring and one in the fall. This is an incredible one-day event where you're going to get glammed up hair, makeup, professional fitness photos, and it's a really great goal to work towards. So I truly believe that fitness comes in all shapes and sizes, and this day is a celebration of you loving your body, working hard towards a goal, and being able to capture that in front of the camera. So if this interests you, I just did a post on Instagram about it, so you can just comment on that, or you can send me an email, and I would be happy to send you all the details. So the email address is hauk, which is H-A-U-C-K, Angela at gmail.com. And again, that photo shoot is a one-day event happening on October 19th. All right, enough for me. Today's topic is conquering your cravings. I really want to give you the tools to break the cycle of feeling as though you're stuck and you're a victim of cravings, okay? So that's what today's conversation is going to be about. So when it comes to cravings, they can really make you feel like you're ruining your progress. They can make you feel like you're a failure. I've totally, totally been there. Um, Food cravings, uh, they're not your friend, right? They're one of those things that can really drag us down when it comes to getting great results, feeling as though we're being successful with our um, nutrition, being able to get to that end goal, right? It can feel as though we have a couple good days and then all of a sudden these cravings come on and we have a bunch of bad days, right? So today I wanna talk about 
how to deal with over snacking, how to give you some really smart behavioral strategies, uh, give you some healthy junk food alternatives. So some things that you can use instead of maybe the things that are going to be high in calories and really come up with a game plan so that you no longer have to be a slave to cravings. All right. I want to tell you a story because I'm sure we've all been there. Have you ever stared at a pile of crumbs or something like that? An empty takeout container, something along those lines. And just feeling shame or feeling guilt over what it is that you've just consumed. And then you think to yourself, oh, why did I do this again? How did this happen? I think we've all been there, right? Where you've consumed something and you regret it. Maybe it didn't even taste as good as what you thought you were going to take. And then we're stuck in this cycle of overeating, feeling shame and guilty. Overeating, feeling shame and guilty. I think we all really can relate to that, right? Cravings, they really do drive us nuts, right? It can make you feel like you're out of control, make you feel like you're a failure, make you feel like you're always overindulging. Today, I want to talk about how we can really handle those urges so that you are feeling like you have your power back for you to feel like you're no longer that slave to cravings, okay? First, I want to tell you that we do not want to eliminate cravings altogether, right? That's just wishful thinking, never going to happen. Even if you white knuckle it for a certain period of time, eventually you cave, right? You feel as though, oh, I just need to have more willpower. But really, when it comes down to it, that is not the best way to go about approaching this. If we try to just go as long as we can without satisfying the craving, we eventually just give in and often give in in a way larger way versus coming up with ways to satisfy the cravings and really control them in a way where we feel like we're winning, okay? So number one, we need to dig to the root of your cravings, right? Most cravings are closely tied to junk food, right? And they have little to do with true hunger. Each time you indulge in these cravings, you really just reinforce the behavior. And that really creates a craving cycle, right? And this is the way cravings kind of work. First comes the urge or the craving, and then comes the behavior, which is finding a food that satisfies the craving. Then you get the reward, which is the food that you've been wanting. And the last part is accompanied by a release of dopamine, right? That's giving your brain a hit of pleasure, saying, I am happy. That's why food can become something that we rely on when we're either feeling down or depressed or in a position where we want something to bring us back up. Um, it does give us that dopamine hit. But then comes the snowball effect of all of that, right? The more often you reward your brain and give it those dopamine hits, the more likely it is to continually stimulate your craving. And then the stronger the craving may become, right? So it may feel as though we have to have that food or we need to have that food to be able to get through the day, right? A lot of people have that afternoon and... Uh, You'll feel as though I just need something sweet or I just need something that's chocolatey or something of that nature, right? Um, so we're just kind of caught in that cycle. The more that we kind of feed the craving monster, the more that we're apt to want to keep feeding it, right? So the first step we want to do is find your trigger, okay? So have you ever had your mouth water at the mere sight of McDonald's drive through or... Maybe you smell, you had that smell of the popcorn at a movie theater, right? And you, 
you may have even made a deal with yourself that said like, hey, I'm going to skip that or I'm not going to have that today. But really cravings, they're so linked with environmental cues. So like sight, smell, taste, location, right? So taking note of when those cravings come up for you, you can also figure out what triggers them, right? So what is the environment? What are the habits that are triggering that particular cycle? So each time you experience a craving, this is what you're going to do. If you have a pen and paper, you can write them down, or maybe you'll come back to this, but we want to jot down the answers to these particular questions to find out what are your triggers and how can we make changes so that you're changing the environment, changing the habits, okay? So number one, what are you craving? Is it a specific food, a certain flavor, a texture? Is it salty? Is it sweet? Be really specific. What is it that you're craving in that moment? Next, where are you? So this is things like, are you watching television? Are you driving by something? So sometimes just even changing the route is going to make a difference, right? So Where are you being as specific as possible so that we can create a brand new environment? What are you doing? So are you driving, working, watching TV? Again, being specific. What is it that you're doing in that moment that you're feeling the craving? What are you feeling physically? So are you feeling shaky, lighthearted, tense? Are you feeling anywhere in your body? Maybe you're just feeling something physically. We want to take note of that when we're doing this exercise. What are you feeling emotionally? So are you feeling happy? Are you feeling rushed? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling overwhelmed? What is it that you're emotionally feeling? Next, what are you thinking? So what kind of words are you putting into your mind? Maybe you're saying things like, I might as well eat this. I've already blown my diet today. What is the things that you're putting into your brain, particularly when you're thinking about having the food? Sometimes... The thoughts we're having, those negative self-talk thoughts, those those words that we're putting into our mind, they can be part of the trigger. So we want to take note of that. And then the last, who are you with? Sometimes when we're with certain people, we end up making different choices. So again, when we're trying to figure out the trigger, that is something we want to be really mindful of. Take note of it. And you're really going to make a diary of these instances so that you can take inventory of what it is that is going on, okay? So this isn't something you do once. You want to try it for a couple of weeks. You want to be able to see what kind of patterns are emerging. There's almost always patterns, right? So we want to be kind of a little bit of a detective on our own life, right? So when we see that, we're seeing what are the patterns, what are the environments we have to change, who are the people that maybe we have to change the way that we're spending time with them. Maybe we need to seek out somebody that's going to help us with our emotions. Maybe we need to see a counselor or somebody that's going to help us deal with the emotions that are coming up for us. But really, we want to have an inventory. We want to have these patterns identified. And that is going to be the first step. Step number two is changing your patterns based on what you're seeing, right? So let's say you tend to reach for ice cream an hour after dinner every single night. According to your notes, you're not even really hungry. You're just craving something sweet, salty, or crunchy, or maybe even a combination of the three. Or perhaps maybe you noticed that after your 2 p.m. conference call, 
you always go to the cafeteria just to see if there's anything new. And you end up with a 500 calorie treat that you didn't need or truly want, right? So you're noticing that this is a pattern. Every day at 2 p.m., you find yourself sauntering down, doing that same habit, okay? So once you've identified the pattern, it's now time to disrupt the cycle with changing the behavior. So now I'm gonna give you some behavioral strategies that you can implement to really help change that pattern. So number one is giving your craving a time out. Yes, you heard that right. (laughs) So it's similar to the way that we work with toddlers, right? Uh, Sometimes when they just need a few minutes, we will give them timeouts so that they have an opportunity to just take a break from what it is that's going on, right? So we wanna notice the urge or notice the craving Sit with it for five minutes without taking action. So you can put a timer on your phone, but you really want to take control of your life in that way, okay? This isn't about exercising willpower. It's just about pausing long enough to let your conscious mind say, hey, I'm in charge here. This gives you the chance to evaluate your options, make a rational decision, rather than one that's just reacting to the situation. So are you actually hungry? Are you bored? Are you stressed? Are you procrastinating? Does a steak sound good? Or will only those donuts in the snack room do? Just within those five minutes, have that little conversation with yourself where you're taking time for your rational brain to think about what are your goals? What are the things that you're working towards? Do you really want this right now? Now, after the five minutes, you may still indulge. You may still go and say, hey, you know what? I really want that. Or you know what? I am really hungry, right? It's okay after those five minutes to do that, but that's the first thing we want to do, right? We want to break your craving cycle by saying, hey, you know what? Let's just wait five minutes. Then I can decide what I want to do after that period of time, okay? So that is number one. It's just giving yourself five minutes before you make the decision if you're going to have it or not have it, okay? Strategy number two is going to be choosing an activity that doesn't involve chewing, okay? So this is one of those things where a replacement strategy can be fantastic. So when it comes to breaking a habit, we need to create something that is going to replace the habit that we want to replace, right? So instead of thinking, okay, I just need to cut that habit out altogether, we want to come up with a strategy that is going to replace that behavior, Okay, so this could be something like I'm going to step away from the freezer and I'm going to go for a walk. Okay, or I'm going to make a new Spotify playlist or I'm going to read a book. We just need to think about how can you take your mind and body into an activity that's long enough to get the urge out of the system. Generally, we want something that is going to make you still feel that dopamine hit, still feel good. So what is it that you can take that habit from the day and add something different to, right? So generally, the intense craving doesn't last much longer than 15 to 20 minutes, especially if you're not hungry. So we really want to come up with a diversion, okay? You know how sometimes you can get into doing a project that you forget to eat, or you just get so busy and you're not even thinking about snacking? This is exactly what we wanna do. So once you sense the craving, we wanna choose an activity that you can really dig into as the replacement strategy. So here are some ideas. So number one could be working on a project that you're super passionate about. 
Number two, crossing an item off of your daily to-do list. Number three, responding to a few emails. Number four, calling a friend. Number five, playing an instrument or even a video game. Number five, shooting hoops in the driveway or playing soccer um, by kicking the ball around. Next is maybe coloring a page or two in a coloring book, so something that's going to have your hand busy. Um, and then lastly is something like exercising or gardening or cleaning. Just really what is an activity that you love to do? And if you don't have anything that comes to mind right now, perhaps it's something that you can discover um, over the upcoming months. So we really just want what is an activity that is going to activate and occupy your mind and that can work as such a great tool to help replace the habit that's dragging you down or making it so that you're not able to get to your goal. Now, strategy number three, okay? So this one is called try an experiment. So really hunger and cravings tend to come in waves that rise or fall throughout the day, right? It helps to understand how this feels. So that's why we often suggest um, trying a fasting experiment, okay? So for 24 hours, this exercise is an exercise in not eating, okay? So my challenge to you is to try an experiment for 24 hours, not eating, and just staying well hydrated. So although some people feel like they're going to be starving all day long, generally that is not what happens to you, okay? Yes, you're going to get hungry. Yes, you're going to have cravings. Yes, you're going to have the rise and falls throughout the day. But you're also going to be training your brain to say it's okay to be hungry, right? You don't waste away. You don't collapse from exhaustion. The world does not end. In fact, our bodies were really built for multiple days of fasting. If we think about the days of like hunters and gatherers, we probably would go multiple days without eating before we could find food. So our bodies were designed and adapted for that. So really this experiment in fasting for 24 hours is not really about testing your willpower or denying yourself. It's really about giving you a perspective that I can do this. I can sit in discomfort. I can not eat for a day and I will be totally okay. So it's kind of like a little mini challenge that you can give to yourself and say, oh, well, that was an interesting experiment. I actually felt okay. Yes, I was hungry, but you're really training your brain to say, I can sit in the discomfort and all will be okay. Now, strategy number four, this comes into eating the right foods during the day, okay? So though cravings can really happen any time of the day, often with people that I work with and people that I talk to, nighttime cravings and overeatings are, they, they, they tend to be the most common, right? So I don't necessarily like to tell people exactly when or how many meals to eat. It's okay whether you eat a couple times a day or several times a day, um, whether you eat a lot in the morning or later in the day, whatever is working for you is totally a-okay. But what I tend to see is that clients who overeat at night are often restricting their intake so much throughout the day. Maybe they're skipping breakfast or going really light on lunch or not really having a lot of protein throughout the day. Um, but really, if, if we go through that cycle, often what it can lead to for people is that their appetite is already in overdrive. So then you get really snacky before bed. So generally what I suggest is 
thinking about what it is that you're having throughout the day and how that's going to set up your next meal for success. So the first thing we want to think about is fiber, especially from things like low-calorie vegetables. They're going to help fill you up. And then you're going to want to pair that with some protein, which is going to help keep you fuller longer between meals. So our appetite is going to be regulated by the fact that we are fueling ourselves with things that are going to make us feel satisfied, right? So if we focus on building our meals around proteins, vegetables, and then smaller portions of carbohydrates and healthy fats, you really can help curve that after dinner overeating, right? So if you're finding that nighttime is when things go completely out the window for you, we really want to make sure that we're nourishing our body throughout the rest of the day so that we aren't going to bed so hungry and so ravenous. So boost up the protein, boost up the vegetables, and you will find that that helps minimize your cravings too. And strategy number five is indulge in your cravings under the right conditions. So one thing that we really advocate within my coaching business is we don't want to cut out foods altogether all of the time, right? So if you're craving a chocolate bar, we want to have one, right? But what I generally suggest is choose high quality chocolate, eat it slowly, savor the experience, make sure that the time that you're choosing to have it is when you really truly want it. We don't want to have it all of the time. It's more of those things that we just have on special occasions or every once in a while so that you can still get great results with your body and still feel as though you are successful. So the last consideration I want to say in relation to that is that when things are in our homes, we are way more likely to eat it at some point, right? So what I do suggest too, if you're finding that you want to satisfy your cravings, make it so that there's a little bit of a barrier. Make it so that you have to drive to the corner store or you have to drive to the grocery store so it's not so conveniently located right within your desk or right at your home so it's not within arm's reach. So that's something that can be incredibly helpful. And just as a final note, there's lots of ways that you can change the way that your brain is thinking by just changing the environment okay so maybe you got to drive a different way home maybe you have to change what it is that's in your desk at work maybe you have to change the way that your kitchen is set up or the way that things are within your pantry so that there's a little bit more of a barrier to entry to be able to get the food but we really want to create a new habit by finding an alternative way that isn't going to trigger that habit that's been bothering you all of the time so there was a period of time when I was really need deep into binge eating and there was this particular chocolate bar that was incredibly high in calories and whenever I would shop at that particular grocery store I would always buy it right so what I had to do was change the grocery store go to the new grocery store I'm not going to be hunting down that particular food because I'm not triggered by that particular environment and that is incredibly helpful so you really want to set yourself up for success by thinking about what are the environments, what are the restaurants, what are the grocery stores, what are the things that are triggering you with these particular cravings. Okay, so now junk food alternatives and how can we satisfy our cravings in a way that uh, is going to be a little bit healthier, okay? So there's healthy snack options everywhere these days, right? There's things like your frozen yogurt or your fat balls that you see on Instagram. And there's just a bunch of junk food alternatives that can be helpful, 
but there are a couple of caveats to keep in mind. So these shouldn't be your only strategy. So yes, those healthy substitutes are something that you can definitely use to satisfy the craving. But there are a couple of questions that I like to take people through in terms of the steps that will help you make a decision about what's going to be the best way to satisfy this craving. Okay, so step number one is really deciding if you want the real thing. Okay, so sometimes we want the full fat ice cream, right? Sometimes we don't and versus the healthy substitute. And I think it's important that we're having that conversation and checking in with ourselves and making that decision for ourselves of what do I really want right now? So before opting for a junk food alternative, um, some things that I like to ask myself and suggest for my clients is when was the last time you had this food? Are you having this ice cream every single night or is this something that you're only having on occasion? So that's the first thing to ask yourself. The next thing you want to ask yourself is, are you actually hungry? Are you just feeling like you got to put something into your mouth? Do you think you can eat slowly, mindfully, and enjoy the bites of it, right? Are you just going to be scarfing it down or is it going to be something that you're going to be savoring and enjoying and getting a lot of pleasure from? And will you feel happy and satisfied after eating it or are you just going to feel guilty and regretful? We know some foods are trigger foods for us. We know that some foods, once we have them, we just feel guilty and remorseful. So you want to have these little mindful check-ins with yourself when you're deciding if you're going to have something. So if you decide that you want to eat the real thing, enjoy it, savor it, move on. Or maybe you decide that it isn't worth it or that you don't really want it all that bad, but you're at least having that check-in with yourself in terms of being mindful. So yeah, that's option number one is having the full fat or the full, yeah, the, the full version of whatever it is you're making the decision about. Um, the other option is to satisfy your craving with a healthier substitute, right? So no matter how in tune you are with your appetite, emotions, eating habits, there's also going to be times that these cravings come up, right? Um, and that's where healthy junk food alternatives can really be helpful. So some of the things that I really love in this space, so I love instead of a chocolate bar, having a protein bar, I find that incredibly satisfying. One of my favorite brands is Quest, and I also like One Bars. When it comes to ice cream, Briars Delights is a great company, Halo Top is another great company, just something that's gonna help satisfy the craving for ice cream, but not be so high in calories. The other thing is, like even like when you're in any sort of aisle, maybe you're in the bread aisle or maybe you're in the cracker aisle, all of those things, you can often just look for foods that are going to give you more bang for your buck. So you want to find some foods that have protein and, and some things that also have fiber in it as well. So it's not to say you're never going to have crackers or you're never going to have chips or you're never going to have these things. It's sometimes you can have that same food for something that's going to have less fat. So that uh, is a great tool that you can use as well is, yeah, I'm going to satisfy the craving instead of avoiding it altogether, but finding a way that you can keep those calories down. So guys, that was today's episode all about conquering your cravings. I hope that you guys found tons of value in everything that I shared in today's episode. As always, know that I appreciate that you guys come and hang out with me each week for these episodes. And uh, at the time of this recording, I am coming up on 30 weeks pregnant with my 
uh, baby boy in my belly. So for those that have been following my journey, I uh, had a leap procedure on my cervix when I was younger, which has made it that I probably won't carry full term. So what this means for me is that babe will probably be coming within the next six to eight weeks, which is very exciting. We're, uh, I know that many of you guys know that it's been a tough pregnancy for me. I'm uh, still throwing up, even though that this is the third trimester, but uh, trying to keep my head above water. We've had a few scares with babe, but everything is healthy. I'm actually, at the time of this recording, about to head to another ultrasound to check on baby again. So anyways, guys, thanks for keeping me in your thoughts, keeping me in your prayers, and uh, I'm excited for new babe to arrive whenever he does. So that's it for this week. Ciao for now, guys. Bye. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.